Alex Garrett. For the last time in 2022, I'm playing Here Comes the Judge because maybe there goes the judge. Maybe the 62 home run season. Maybe the fact that they didn't lock him up in spring training when he wanted that done before the season started. Maybe the fact, we're going to get to other stuff, but I have to close on this thought. Maybe the fact that they went and gutted out against the uh, Guardians and then he was the last out last night, Aaron Judge was. Maybe all of that boils down to him not being here anymore after free agency said and done. I don't know yet. We don't, It's only Monday, people. Relax. I don't know yet. But I do know this. Um, I will continue to wear the Yankees every day. Uh, you know, every time the day after they're eliminated from any kind of contention, I will continue to wear the Yankees, and I'll continue to root for the Yankees because no matter how many Fanatics shirts I got, the Yanks are my, you know, second, third home, whatever you want to say. And they're, they're, they're who I root for first and foremost. Of course, now I'm excited, though, that the Phillies get a chance to take on the Astros because I think the Astros could be downed by an NL East team again. Wouldn't that be some kind of, I feel like, almost three-peat, if you will? Because, you know, the Dodgers' 2020 season feels like a blip. 2019 was the last, before pandemic, one, uh, you know, 162-game season before last year. So we're thinking, I'm thinking this is like a possible three-peat for the NL East against the Astros. But that's not the only thing in the Keystone State I'm thinking of. Um, I'm only going to make a couple of endorsements on this podcast, politically, because I do like to focus on everything else but politics. I think it gets messy. I think there's a lot of mess going on everywhere. But in the Keystone State, while we're there real quick, I'm going to say, and I know it's not the best of two choices, but when you have a candidate whose doctor campaigned, uh, donated to your campaign, clears you medically after having a stroke, all of that seems corrupt, and that is Mr. Fetterman. I don't think anybody knows his last name, first name anymore. It's all Fetterman all the time. That's what they say. And then, of course, the other last name in that race, Dr. Oz. Look, whatever you think of him, I just, I just think he is the best of the two. Wildly unqualified choices. Okay, why am I saying Fetterman's unqualified? Okay, he's a lieutenant governor. Great, but he's not well. And he looks weird. And he's got these wild ideas to legalize hard drugs, too. Not just marijuana, hard drugs. I'm not a fan of that. And YouTube might cancel me for saying that, but that's just what it is. So, that's my first endorsement. <laughs> Dr. Oz. I never thought I'd say that before, but I just think he's the lesser of two evils. And why don't I focus on governor race in Georgia or India or Michigan? Because they're out of my wheel, out of my control, out of my wheelhouse. Whatever happens up there is going to happen. But here in New York, here in New York is very fascinating because Lee Zeldin, a Republican who's looking to win for the first time in 12 years, by the way, 
uh, he's leading in the polls right now. And last night, New York One had the idea to say, Lee Zeldin agrees to a debate. At least the Daily News had the gumption to say, well, guess what? He's been wanting this for months and months and months. And they finally agreed to one. And that debate here in New York is going to be must-watch. Going to be must-watch. Because we haven't really heard about Kathy Hochul's plans for when she becomes permanent governor. Remember, she's been interim for about a year and change now. We got to see what she could do if she's going to win. We got to know what she's wanting to do as governor. We got a taste of that in the primary when Swazi was ousted, as was Jumani Williams. And everybody has an issue, and I kind of do too, the fact that this is on Spectrum New York 1. Um, and, and by the way, the whole point is New York 1 labeled it as Zeldin agreeing. But I think that Hochul's been running from this chance to be heard by New Yorkers at a time where, oh, I don't know, the governor of New York should be standing side by side with the mayor of New York, Adams, to combat everything, including figuring out what to do with these migrants who have these tents on Randall's Island. But I haven't heard much about that from her either. All we know from the weekend is 1,200 subway cops are going to be deployed. Okay, but what about everything else going on in the city? How will Governor Hochul permanency, if you will, benefit New York City? Downstate New York. They're going to debate tomorrow night on New York One in the only, this is the other part about it, it's the only one at 7 p.m. at Pace University. It's the only one that they're going to be doing in New York City. Uh, and it's downstate. It's going to be aired, obviously just downstate in New York City. I think the whole state should get a chance to watch this. I think they should be encouraged to stream it. If you are in her hometown of Buffalo, if you are in Zeldin's hometown of Long Island, you know, home home, home uh, county in Long Island, uh, and Long Island in general, stream this thing. Because it's important who gets to Albany. I've seen stories that have been horror stories that, Hochul's had campaign donors um, during the COVID crisis, and that sort of influenced the way she ruled different things. And then, of course, I hear Lise Ellen doesn't want to touch reproductive rights, abortion rights. And I hope, I hope, because after what we saw with Gorsuch and Kavanaugh voting to overturn Roe v. Wade, look, they said they wouldn't. They said that wouldn't be touched. They said... They said they will stick with precedent, much like Lee Zellin has stated here in New York. And I guess it's politically expected that anybody can get voted on a lie, but I think Lee Zellin's better than that. I can't see him. He's a, I've met him before. He's a stand-up person. I can't believe he's trying to be elected by lying. That doesn't seem like him. I pray it's not anyone. Because there is some issues I have with Hochul. I think the first part is she's not really slammed the Manhattan DA. 
by the way, did we ever know before Alvin Bragg got elected? Thank God he did. Because then we realized, and I say this in a, in a non-cheering for him way, then we realized, hey, the state of New York has some influence over what happens in Manhattan and the other boroughs because they are in charge of the DAs. We knew, I didn't know that. Did you before he got elected? So as awful as the crime has been in New York, and it's weird to say that because I don't see it day to day. I do not, fortunately. There are some subway things like the samurai sword attack that I wasn't there for. Thank God I did not see that. But what my point is is that what's being reported, what's being seen, what's being talked about is influencing us. And, you know, when you see a DA say he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to even uh, criminalize attempted robbery or attempted, uh, you know, I don't know, murder, it sounds like, then we have a problem. But thank God he got elected because we realized, hey, the state of New York has a role in what happens in New York City, and that's why this November 8th matters. It matters. And I'm honestly trusting Lee Zeldin to be at his word. I gotta be honest. I am. I am. I'm trusting that he is as decent as he seems when we've had him on in radio, when we've seen him in person, that he wouldn't lie his way to Albany. I'm praying that's not gonna happen. But November 8th, I just, just can't say vote for Hochul. Just cannot. I cannot. What I can say, though, is there needed to be, this weekend, a meeting about bail reform. That was not on the table at Gracie Mansion. And that's a miss. The other thing about being elected mayor, uh, governor, is going to be the bail reform issue. Is going to be why all these people with prior arrests are uh, let back out again. That's going to be an issue. And it's disturbing when we see a 15-year-old stab in the streets in the subways of New York City. They can take all the photo op subways they want. They can say, well, crime is not that bad in the subway. They There's video evidence that it's bad. But it's even going to be worse if we say, hey, we have this chance to maybe change the culture in Albany entirely and we don't do it, that's going to be a big miss on November 8th. So I'm trusting Lee Zeldin with this, with Albany, with New York State. I'm trusting that things can change. And you know what? It's God's. God will put whoever he wants in there. We might vote, but I also think God's going to have a hand in this. Have a hand in this. Look, uh, Governor Hochul, love the Bills. I know they're the only New York State football team. I'm not happy with the Buffalo Billions. I'm not happy with the way the stadium has been funded by taxpaying dollars. And that's it. And thank you, New York City, for electing such a crazy DA that we now realize the governor holds all that power to actually fire the district attorney. A lot of lessons here. Maybe, just maybe, down the road, Letitia James will go from attorney general to the governor's race. 
And that would be an interesting one. But for now, November 8th, I just can't say vote for Catherine. I cannot. And I I could, but she's been in hiding a lot, and she's been not as vocal about the DA, only of late. And so those are my two endorsements. Rep Zeldin, Congressman Lee Zeldin, and Dr. Oz. We'll see if they come true, if things do get better under these guys. Because ultimately, no matter who gets elected, you know who we got to look out for? End of the story, you and me. Together. Both sides of the aisle should always be friends. Because we need each other. Because what happens at the top, as we've learned everywhere, will not always be the best. The best thing is to look out for each other, first and foremost. And as I say, year in, year out now, after Election Day, I hope you are still in contact and you are still connected to those opposite you. Because we're a couple weeks away, this fight's going to get nasty. And we just can't get swept up in the nastiness and say that's, that, that's the end of a, a friendship, a relationship. No. Push through that. We'll get to November 9th together and then see what happens from there. I'm Alex Garrett. This has been, I don't even know where to put this podcast, but it's certainly been a longer extended five minute fix. And I just think, you know, this is about having one leg up in Albany. And we need a candidate who will have that one leg up for New Yorkers in Albany. See, I just told you the title of my podcast right there. Alex at alexgnyc.com. Alex at alexgnyc.com. Stay with us, boy. It's going to be a fun another week here on the podcast. We'll be with you soon.